On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. One of... The most amazing things about this time of year for me is, like, between Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. lots of football and really <laughs> good football. You know what I mean? Like, bowl game after bowl game, and it's like, I love it. Heath's in heaven. Last night, I asked our na- nanny if she she was going to stay the night with us, and I was like, do you want to go to the mall with me? And Heath was like, yeah, y'all go to the mall. That'd be great, because he knew he could, you know, bask in the glory of football while wow. the two of us were out and about, yep. which is fine. I mean... I I thought, I thought it'd be friends and family coming over and bright lights and and good food and and war, you know. <laughs> nope, it's about being alone in the man cave over the holidays. <laughs> no, it's about football on a television. Those are those are good things. Don't get of course, me wrong. Of course, those are good. But football, you still my drink. Thr- I thought that was mine. Oh, the that thr- is yours. The thrill of the sport, <laughs> of stealing drinks. Good but stuff. I love football, and the bowl games are always the best. It's oh, yeah. like really good bowl games, mm-hmm. and and you get to just sit there and watch them. Yeah. And Irma and I had a blast at the mall, so yeah. it worked out. <laughs> exactly. It worked out for everybody. We had so much fun, yeah. yeah. See, look, everybody gets to win, and that's all that matters. It all works out great. And so on the third it. segment of this this uh, deal, just hold on to the end of it. We're going to talk about some New Year's traditions and a really cool one. Jenny and I always like and listen to Zach and Matt's New Year traditions as well. Yes, I'm excited to get the whole Second Shot audience on board with what we do because I think it's a really good way to restart the New Year in a positive way and you know, sort of strategic, and you can get the kids in on it. It's really fun. So even though Chris Christmas is now over. Um, we, but this 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 first headline is around the holiday stuff, and and so, but I, we just had to bring this one up though. It's true. Uh, Holland Tunnels OCD aggravating holiday decorations finally get fixed. The Holland Tunnels uh, OCD aggravating holiday decorations were finally rearranged Monday night, ending an internet viral debate about which letters on the tunnel should be covered by the ornaments. This was not. Christmas Eve. This is actually a week or two ago, uh, but just, just want to let you know this is not a uh, sooner rather than later kind of headline. Uh, a Port Authority worker and a cherry picker took down a wreath covering the U in tunnel, moved the triangular tree over from N in Holland to the A. If you're watching on video, you can see what I'm talking about, so go check us out on YouTube and Facebook if you can swing oh, it. Oh, there you go. Uh, the new order of the decorations on the New Jersey side of the tunnel were the winning pick of an online poll created by the Port Authority last week. The man responsible for the viral debate was on the scene to watch as his biggest pet peeve, the tree over the N on a tunnel that's a municipal property was moved to the much more suitable A. This doesn't bother me at all. Uh, He had spearheaded an online campaign to fix the decorations, went viral, led to the poll. Uh, The guy had a lot of problems with it, but here we are. The, the picture, the, the tunnel was fixed. Um, did you guys see but this before long, it actually yeah, happened? Yeah, but how long did people wait in traffic because of this? Yeah, I, I did miss that line. You're right. The agency blocked about four lanes of traffic for about 45 minutes to reorganize the trinkets. So, like, the, what it was is Holland, and, and they, they had a, you know, just a tree, which is almost like a big triangle. They, mm-hmm. they just kind of put it over the inn. 
and and, and <laughs> it drove nuts because obviously if you look at a triangle it goes better inside of an A like like if you it's more aesthetically pleasing totally and so it was obviously a lot of OCD people went nuts over it all it, I mean I, I saw pictures of it when it came out because it was it was making the rounds on Twitter. I guess, and maybe I don't live there. Maybe I don't drive under that tunnel every day, so it, it would bother me more if I, I did. But would for it, what it's worth, would it bother I, me if I saw it? Yes. Would I do anything about it? Absolutely not, because it would never bother no. me that much. I'd be like, "Oh, that's crazy. Why wouldn't they put that over the A?" And I'd go on about my day and I'd forget yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. You'd laugh with one of your coworkers about it. Like, did you see that ridiculous thing in the tunnel? Goofy, right? And then you'd move on. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my second, second shot, shot on yeah. this. I see this as sort of a larger than life metaphor for, you know, some of us are, you know, people like to sort of bask in the glory of being type A and being a perfectionist and have to every, everything just so. But is it possible that you're doing this to the detriment of other people yeah. and, and, and to yourself? So, you know, the person that shows up, you know, you've got a party, everybody's meeting at five. The person that shows up 30 minutes late because they said, oh, well, you know, I had to get the cookies arranged. Stuff that doesn't really matter. So, so like the actual human representation of making people wait in traffic for 45 minutes so you could have some detail be just perfect and when we look back when we get to the end of the line when we're on our deathbed doesn't matter like these are the things that we're doing in the name of oh i'm perfectionist i'm type a that really you know don't matter and 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 they're not attractive to other people these are not qualities that other people say oh wow unless unless it's a business thing or unless it's like you're putting together a presentation it needs to be done right Uh, things like this are not the things that matter i mean you know brighton and i go out the door looking like a hot mess all the time i try to it's either one of us that looks good (laughs) it's either her or me wake up sexy i don't know what you're talking about thanks babe yeah but you know like i and i know and i know this and i feel like i can say this because I've had points in my life where I've been that person and I realized that that's that's not a, a good way to be because first of all it's just a, it's a turn off to other people because it's like oh gosh she has to have everything just perfect I wouldn't possibly show up at her house in sweats I want people I want to be the house where people can show up in sweats I want to be the person where you can say I bake cookies some of them are burned but here they are and and here's the thought that counts this is done in the spirit of of Christmas, which in its history is a Christian holiday, it's about much more than decorations and such. So, um, this, so we kind of have to have to look at what are we fighting for, and there are a lot of things worth fighting for. And I don't know that these intricate little details are are, are them. Yeah. This is a perfect example of don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, don't right. let the perfect yeah. be the enemy of the good. Yeah, yeah. But and no do one's that. looking at that guy like, well, what a cool dude, what a cool guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. to bring this up. <laughs> oh, man. And and I mean, how many people had to wait in traffic because I wouldn't have thought he was a cool guy if I was sitting in traffic. I, right, <laughs> no, no, but absolutely. we do that in our lives. We show up late to things so that we can have a certain element look perfect or seem perfect. Right. See, yeah. I've never struggled with the details. I've, I've never had. You can work on them a little bit. <laughs> I've never had to have. Little, the, yeah. I've never struggled with the um, <laughs> whether or not I was going. Everything's going to be perfect and detailed. Like I am so far the opposite of that, that. That that at times it was a detriment to me. You know what I mean? Like I was. I would just roll with it versus okay, we'll figure it out later and and be their top thing and, and yeah. figure it out as you go. Right, like you would show up with the sign with no uh, nails to put the sign up with. That's I would show different. up with no gift and be like, sure. okay, I didn't get you a gift you, this you, year. You paint the house, you don't put up any painters tape or plastic. You <laughs> right. just go. For I it. just roll yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah, that 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 is me uh, to a T. So I've never had that struggle. But, but also, I think- also shout out to the New York uh, Port Authority who. You have a wreath. You have a perfectly good O there to put it on, and you put it over the U. I don't know. I don't really understand that line of thinking. The tunnel. I mean, yeah. you're right. I don't. I don't. Yeah, there were there were mistakes yeah. made all around. Yeah, yeah sure. You're totally yeah. right. See, it was originally was put up by Heath. 
<laughs> and the Jenny came along complaining about it. No, no, no. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm joking with you. I used to be that person. Yeah. And I really encourage you, if you know you're that person who basks in the glory of, of everything being just so on things that don't matter think it i mean but that's for just example that, yeah. i used to always be the per, like you know when i would go see my in-laws i would you know i would gosh for days think about what am i going to bake and it's going to be handmade and it has to be just so and does it fit everybody's allergies and are they going to like it is it decadent enough is it presented perfectly i show up and i'm not saying they don't care about me but like nobody cared like it was like all this stress and yeah. i would show up tense with my perfect little gift like for what yeah you know it's I, really again it goes it is it's the small things and, and and what ends up happening is is you if you look back at your week at times you end up getting bogged down by feeling super busy because you do so much thought into these things that that don't matter versus um the opposite i mean like i've never like that's been so far from my natural instinct of, of things you know yeah you uh, haven't had to process that yeah i've never had to process that so it's not a because i just have when I've done it, but I mean, the thing is, is it's we do let ourselves get wrapped up. We waste a lot of time and energy and and worry and stress over, you know, the right little gifts or this and that. When look, that is it. That asking yourself, stop and asking, is that really important? Is it that important? What it, you know, in my opinion, I'd rather show up on time and spend an extra 45 minutes with my family than I would worrying about cookies being straight and show up with cookies. Like, I'd rather have no cookies and spend more family time than I would not, you know? And and, and maybe that's not important to you. Maybe it is having those cookies. And, but yeah, it's I'm just, just really about defining it. And for some people, they love doing yourself. that, and it brings them joy. Yeah. And so in that case, that's totally different. But does right. it bring... That's but, totally but, different. But, but if it doesn't of, bring you joy... But a lot of those people also are the ones that, that, that have other things get mad because they're late to stuff all the time, and it's always an issue with them. And it's like, so what is most important, right? Like, if you're going to... Is is that really important or what bothers you the most? I'm over here tapping my foot because I'm totally one of those people that, like, I, I absolutely let the perfect be the enemy of the good like when i'm mm -hmm. when i'm running a race i'm running it my way or i'm not doing it at all and it's going to be done right or it's not happening and like i i struggle with this kind of stuff a lot and you're right for me to, to carry the cookies analogy not that i've ever organized cookies on a plate i'm sure i'd be terrible at it <laughs> like i am one of those people where i'm like no it's got to be this way and it's got to be right because ultimately what matters at the end of the day is how i feel and the perception of the reality around mm -hmm. me that's all that's going to matter mm -hmm. when all of this is said and done is how did i do what, what was the scoreboard like and uh, for me that's real important and i feel like it's a slippery slope for a lot of people out there who aren't that way to go ah eh, who cares? Why? Why worry about that? I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna waste any time on that at all. Like some of these things do matter. Ultimately, they I guess do. it comes down to us. And while I'm this way, I think I can. The fact that I can hear what you're saying and go, yeah, that makes sense to me. That matters a lot. Well, and so, so that's, made, that's a humble brag on my no, end. No, so Thank you've you made progress yeah. in that arena, and there's not. Don't get me wrong. I think yeah. that in work and, and things like that, I think that we should be truly on point. Yeah. I'm but talking about the other stuff that maybe doesn't I matter. Know, I know. Like, I gotta, it's tough like you're not going to hold those, up yeah, traffic right. to arrange your cookies. No, I God, no. Oh, no. But see, that, but the <laughs> yeah. thing is, is when you look at it, you got what you got to think about is what is the chain reaction? Mm. If that original ends up, uh, okay, so saying that, okay, that's important to you to have the cookie straight, right? So you're 45 minutes late. And, right. then, and then there's three or four issues that that comes about that causes you lots of anxiety and everything else yeah go back to it and go if the chain reaction of being late which was the cookies does that bother you enough that these other things that it caused issues later which were a cause of it 
what's worse. Right. Right? So if those bother you more, then, then give up on the cookies, right? I mean, that's the thing that all we're saying is you need to take a look at it and go look at the small things and go what small things cause the chain reaction that cause you bigger issues down here that you want to hold strong on the front end that causes you more on the back end. And, and try to let those things go. And know the things that need to be let go you know like look if if you're a doctor i don't want you to let go on you know your your uh you know your your pinpoint yeah. accuracy on when you're coming to do surgery right like don't let that go right sure uh, but look at the other things that maybe are causing chain reactions of anxieties that aren't needed and aren't that don't matter and and go back and stop those and, and let those things go don't hold up the traffic for 45 minutes to make sure an o is right Number one, they should have got that right in the first time. But <laughs> number two, don't sweat the small things. Mm. We'll be back in the minute for a second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today ready aim fire second shot is back for another round on rncn Matt, you said you got you, you you got something that that's still hot on from the first segment, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, the uh, the cookie thing actually brought it up in my mind. We had a Christmas brunch with our neighbors. They were inviting a lot of people in. Um, it, it was sort of their Christmas party, but they were doing it at ten o'clock in the morning. And so the idea was to bring a bunch of Zach knows the story, but the idea was to bring a bunch of food, mm-hmm. you know, sort of a potluck kind of thing. And we had been asked to bring the sausage rolls that, yeah. that we make. Um, which were are very good, but when when we started looking at the guest list, or, or we heard how many people were going to be, it was going to be like forty of these things, and so we started looking at the time and the numbers, and we were thinking, well, we got to get up at five a.m. to <laughs> right. make this work in order to get over there and have them all ready by by nine thirty or ten o'clock. So I said the the night before, I said, you know what, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter if it's not homemade. Um, I'm going to go in the morning at 8 o'clock, and I'm going to go order 30 kolaches from this donut shop that's nearby. Um, you know, I'll, yep. I'll give, a, give a local business a little bit of money. and Stop. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all true. Keep yeah, a small business alive, man. Um, <laughs> trust me, I keep that donut shop alive uh, on other <laughs> oh, days, Well too. done, sure. sir. But, yeah. um, Good for you. But, yeah, I, I said, let's just do that. No one's going to care. Everybody else there is going to make homemade stuff. The host is going to make homemade stuff. That's what she does. But for us, I said, it's not worth it to spend all morning stressing out about getting these things ready. Let's just go get this and stuff. And then showing up bitter to the party. Right. And you know what happened? We brought a thing, and people loved them, and no one said, oh, I think these are from the donut shop. They, they just said, hey, these are delicious. They thought of it. And it didn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. And all yeah. that stress and all that thought about, oh, we got to bring something homemade. we gotta, We got to show up correct. 
it didn't matter because people, we just went and hung out and it, it had a good time. And for certain groups, I think it can. It's, certain groups are really looking for that. Or sure. Maybe it's a smaller gathering. And so you know it's like, oh, gosh, we always look forward to Matt bringing this, in which case it might be worth the effort. But with a big group like that, it's like, mm. there, there may be two people there who are like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to those. But you know what? I, you can have them some other time. I'm not making <laughs> 30 of these things. My, my first question when you told me that was, did you did you bother replating or just bring it in like the white donut <laughs> we, box? We, like, we you replayed it. it. You did? We played it, it right. Too, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'd have brought the box. <laughs> <laughs> Don't never, sweat the small stuff. I didn't never even. Yeah. Well, we did that for our family get together, which re- first rubbed me the wrong way. But but I real like I told you before. I've family prepared get, hardcore just, for Heath's family coming we over. Catering. Yeah. We we catered in. <laughs> yeah, some Mexican food delivered. They delivered it, set it up. Good stuff. And after it, I was like, that relieves so much stress. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because I think it really didn't matter before. Nobody no. before was like, oh, we can't wait for Jenny's great cooking. It was like nobody said anything the first time, and I'd spent all day on it. So I was like, why? You know. That's nothing bad on them or me. It was just like it's just they not didn't a big care. Deal. It's good food. It <laughs> yeah. was, it's, it's not, it's food. not about the food. It's about being together. Yeah. 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 Well, our second story: an officer's message to an 18-year-old ticketed for driving 100 miles per hour goes viral. A police officer in, Cle- in a Cleveland suburb posted a message on social media after ticketing an 18-year-old for driving 100 miles per hour in a 65 zone. The officer wrote on Facebook Sunday they didn't feel bad about writing the ticket because the teen needs to slow down before causing a fatal crash. The officer says the reckless teen driver, quote, seemed like a really nice kid who made a bad decision. The post has been shared more than 50,000 times on Facebook. It is a tremendous letter, and we're not going to read the whole Google thing. It, Google it to go look at yeah, the whole, please the, his whole thing, because his whole letter is tr- amazing. Yeah, Cleveland cop uh, teen letter. It's really good stuff but i'm gonna read this chunk here at the end uh you seem like a really nice kid who made a bad decision i don't feel bad about this ticket at all in fact i'm proud of it i hope you're paying it off for months and with every payment you think about how it wasn't worth it i hope you slow down it's really good and that's just just a chunk out of this really interesting yeah that that is a very small chunk because you should read it all it's really really cool yeah you know jenny and i both i mean we read it kind of thought about that second shot because that line both jumped jumped out at really both of us and yeah. thought about when you when you think back as uh you know and, and just what mistakes and what failures and stuff in general teach you and there are repercussions and that at times the amount of work i hope that, that if that kid's got a go get extra jobs, got to go do stuff to pay that off, or, or, or maybe he's got to sell, like, his computer online t- in order to pay for it. You know, anything that's going to, like, he, he thinks in that moment hurt him, mm-hmm. you know, to do it, he's going to have to, but he won't forget it. You know, like, yeah. like that's going to be that thing that when you have to go through that effort of something you do, then you it, it stays with you more, don't you think, Jenny? Well, it's the harder you work for something, the greater you'll feel when you achieve it. Yes. Right. That's that's the exact premise of it. I mean, that's the whole thing. And, and when you're going through something like that, you hate it. But trust me, when you look back on the other end, you're so thankful for whatever you did have to go through. And that's why I liked that ending line from the letter as he was saying, I hope you have to work extra jobs because it further cements the lesson, yep. first of all, and it also further cements the escape from it whenever he pays it off or whenever he yeah. you know, earns back his parents' trust, which is important too. Whenever he gets back on the other end, he's going to feel so much more proud of it. Whereas before parents' trust might have just been given. Well, now this has happened. He has a setback. Then he's working hard and going to feel so um, you know, satisfied when he gets to the end of it. And I think that's really, um, you know, just something for, for parents to be able to instill. Obviously, we are very, very new parents. We've got some parent mentors in the mix who have certainly impressed upon us the importance of that. Yeah. And, and, and I think about it and I go to, 
I, I'm a firm believer in the greater the struggle, the greater the reward. The the the, the bigger um, the bigger that you the, the greater that you have to figure out how to get through something, the greater that ending is worth it, right? Um, nothing easy is cheap. You know, I mean, and, and like I've said till I'm blue in the face, the old Steve Jobs quote of you can never connect the dots forward. You can only connect them backwards. No matter what you're going through and what you think it is, I promise you one day you're going to look back and be able to connect the dots backwards that whatever you're at and, and ever how great it is that if that thing would not have happened, you wouldn't have learned. Like, like if that kid wouldn't have got that and maybe have to go do all that work and have to sell things to have to pay off that expensive ticket in the whole nine yards then he may have kept speeding and you know what it may not have ended in in the blessing of getting a ticket because you may not another had another chance you know i mean it Mm -hmm. there there are a lot of things that we don't understand certain lessons in the moment once you get out of the thick of the trees though you're going to be able to look back and actually understand what that lesson was i don't mean to uh to to uh hoist myself on my own petard here but when i was in college i got i got two speeding tickets within like six months of each other yeah i hadn't gotten one before haven't gotten one since which i think is worth mentioning uh yeah because the first one i i was i was i remember i was driving to work and i was angry about something and i was speeding and i got it and i was so i was so mad that i got this ticket i was like you know what i got a job this will work out i'm gonna go pay this off so like two weeks later went and paid it off right away one payment done didn't even matter wasn't even a record six months later i got another mm. one mm. because it didn't it, like it didn't stick yeah it didn't yeah. matter it wasn't to an me expensive then. enough and then, ticket yeah, right. for you to have to work extra hours and when i got the second one that's when it was like oh okay the, yeah like now got this, more and yeah, everything oh yeah well, and you and have to I, go to that driver course you i did have yeah that, I, that I, did, I did defensive driving and and that was a whole thing and that took time uh and and i haven't gotten one since because yeah the first one didn't stick the second one did like you're absolutely right. Like the harder the struggle, the greater the reward, and like it's so tough to see that, especially when you're moving at 100 miles per hour and you're a teenager. Yeah. And yeah. I think that really, like one of the things I'm nervous about as we bring up Brighton into the world is being tough enough. And I think that things like this are a constant reminder of that, that being tough on your kids or or just tough to love, tough on loved ones. You know, expecting mm-hmm. a lot from people is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know that that only creates strength and growth and i know it's just i know it's hard i know it's going to be hard yep. my, all my friends kids are much older and they say you know you say this now you're going to be so tough but wait till you get to it and i hope that we can all just kind of hold ourselves accountable on that yeah no i, I agree with you and i i think that it's if you can really if you keep immersing if you're if you're attempting to do something right now right like say you're starting something new say you're whatever it may be if you can go into that and, and keep yourself um, surrounded by these type of messages, like with our podcast and, and with others, that will be continually reminding you that struggles are there for everybody and that it's going to be be tough, that when you go into that something new, you're going to have that mindset of being aware that struggle is going to happen, um, you're going to fail, you're going to have mistakes, and you're going to have consequences to those that may be tough consequences. And understanding that so when they happen, they're going to be easier for you to get over. They're going to be easier for you to wrap your head around because you know what? You prepared mentally for them. You know, I don't, I don't believe in that whole you, you look forward to think, oh, I, I can't wait to, you know, do all these bad things. It's just it's, it's setting your mind in a spot that you're already very aware that the people that achieve the things you're wanting to get to have had all these things that you are going to fail. Go ahead and plan for that to where you know it's going to happen because when you are mentally prepared and set for that, when they happen, when things don't move as fast as you want and you want to give 
give up. You won't because you're going to be reminded that you're already prepared for this. You knew this would happen. And then you're going to forge through whatever that roadblock and whatever barrier that may be and make things happen. And you know that it's part of the deal. You signed up for it. And you're mentally going to be strong enough to handle it. And so we'll be back on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code SECONDSHOT. Now listen, promo code SECONDSHOT, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code SECONDSHOT in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. When we talk about New Year's traditions, sometimes it's like you think about it and go, some people have some crazy things they get out and go do. And I, I, certainly, have, I certainly have my crazy New Year's that I've had my part of in my younger years. Yeah. I mean, and, and um, definitely not as cool as they are now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I want to do, too, is remind you, the Second Shot Facebook group. Yes. Go join it if you're not in there and get in on the conversations. Um, and we also have the Second Shot cast at gmail.com. So typically on the third segment, what we do is we will either, um, you know, now that we have the Second Shot Facebook group, we will either bring up some of the topics that, that have gone on in there and just give you all an insight with it, or we'll take read some of the reviews that if me continuing – to shame you yeah um the thousands of people that listen that have not reviewed i'm shaming you yes you um or the people who maybe send an email that just want to tell us something or, or doing that because now there's not as many emails because more of those people are posting it in the group but we take the emails as well it's a it's a cool extension of the show there was an yeah. article that jenny posted over there that i thought oh we're gonna talk about that in the show oh, no no we never no, even that's, got that's to an it. exclusive thing you gotta go yeah, check it out article, more, you guys, more good it's stuff. totally that inspiring cool. people yeah. We're talking about side hustles, just to give yeah, you like a little get, tease. But go so in there and <laughs> I know, I know. But was it is clickbaity. It is. No, but it's very good. But the article is phenomenal. If you clickbait is okay, I read a lot of news every day. Yes, thank you. I am clickbait. It's great. Yeah. All right. So we had an email, and it was the the headline. The subject said seven million. Said I'm with Heath about the seven million dollar fine. As you don't know, the a couple episodes back, talk about the guy who. Purchased the storage unit that had $7 million in it, posted yes. it on Facebook, and then had to return some of it, most uh -huh. of it. Um, she said, who loses track of $7 million? <laughs> I'm with you. I, I can't understand that either. Yeah. I, I, that's that's crazy to me. Too bad, so sad. And I wouldn't tell anybody, let alone post it on social media. <laughs> Colin Bowling in Green, Ohio. I am with you. Would have never done it. Because, mm. because again, it's not like they just legit like found it, right? Right. They purchased a locker fair and square that somebody didn't pay the bill on and that's how you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's a difference of finding it and the in the way that this was done you know what i mean like if i found a wallet on the street if it had seven million dollars in it for that was possible uh, i would return wallet. it i would return that i would that's not keep really it okay yeah <laughs> but Matt. the way that that was about he purchased them um, that that person let go back their fault 
Matt Matt had a great hot take after that episode uh, when we were hanging out in the studio afterwards. He said, you know, it's $7 million in the back of a storage unit. Some. Where'd that come from? Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. forgot it. Like, I probably wouldn't post on social media. I'd definitely call an attorney. And I'd be yeah. like, I don't know what you got to do to check this. Yeah. Like, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah, somebody just forgot about this. Yeah. Something's not right. Mm, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I appreciate the email so much. Yeah. Um, and... What I wanted to kind of talk about because, like, you know, since this is a uh, New Year's coming up, it uh, is. On, on this third segment, instead of getting to too many different reviews and stuff in the second shot group, um, get more of kind of some New Year stuff, whether it's traditions or special New Year's to you or, or anything like that. Matter, Zach? Matt, please. Uh, yeah. yeah. So my grandparents, which I mentioned previous episode, who live yes. in the same town. Shout out to the grandparents. Shout out to the grandparents. Um, uh, they not only will we have christmas breakfast with them we would have a we go over and have new year's lunch or so on new year's day and they kept the old tradition alive of you have to eat black eyed peas in yep. order to mm-hmm. to have good luck and you yep. have to, i don't know if there was a certain amount but i hate black eyed peas i absolutely <laughs> Worst start of the new cannot year stand black eyed peas whatsoever i don't like beans in general black eyed peas are are, are the furthest away from me um and so i can remember a year where we went over to do that and I was just absolutely refusing to do it. And I don't know why, I really don't know why they dug their heels in so hard looking back on it now, but they were like, you're not getting up from this table <gasps> until you have a black eyed pea. They're Are like, you- you're going to have a terrible 1999. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this might've been more like in 1988. Okay, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember being young and just sitting in the corner bawling because I didn't want to eat black eyed peas. And eventually I got around to where I would just kind of take them like a pill. So I would I would put them in my mouth and then drink some <laughs> That's tea. Terrible. And, wow. And 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 take them I'm like I got it done. But I as much as I hated that tradition, it was one, it was just the it was the yearly dance that we would have to go through where I'd go over there, everybody would laugh, I would take my black eyed peas like, and then I'd go on with my I peels. wish there had been YouTube back then because I think that would have been a hit. Seeing Matt yeah. like take black eyed peas like peels. Yeah, just grimacing as, as they as I swallow them. I hated them. I still do. I can't mm. I cannot come around on black eyed peas. Oh, see there ain't nothing like a good piece of warm cornbread laid out with some black eyed peas juice and black eyed peas all uh, over yeah. that warm cornbread. Right. Black eyed peas is a southern sick. tradition, right? Yeah. I had never heard of it actually until every Sunday dinner my grandma had black eyed peas and cornbread inside man lay down some cornbread some black eyed peas on it and all of a sudden your accent accent changed (laughs) make Uh, you want to slap your mama my parents were from Michigan so we didn't really have black eyed peas around New Year's my story is not particularly um heartwarming i think it's kind of the opposite uh when i was a kid i think it was eight well, neither was his. if i remember correctly oh, that's true uh when i was eight i think uh we, we were playing around fireworks as you do and, and i had this friend i don't even remember who they were um but i remember the moment uh i was eight years old when they were setting off fireworks and it was late and he had one of those little black cats you know oh, yeah, yeah. You light them and throw them this kid he lights this thing and he like holds his hand up next to my ear and 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 like lets it go at the last second and this and I wasn't paying attention. This firework goes off right next to my right ear. And I just go, bing. Oh, yeah. And, Ooh, like, brutal. that genuinely wrecked my hearing. Like, not 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 just like, oh, you had tinnitus for the next couple of days. No. Oh, Ever wow. since I have had a trick ear, like, I have had problems with it. It's a whole thing. Like, it is, and it's a problem being in the audio business. It's not something I ever thought I'd get into. But... It was weird because it was a setback at a time when I didn't even think I had setbacks to worry about. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but it's given me perspective in that now I work 
in this, in podcasting, in an industry where people told me I would never be because I went and got hearing tests and they were like, oh yeah, you're doomed. Like that's um, crazy. So yeah, not exactly heartwarming, but uh, be safe, be careful with fireworks, I guess. Happy New Year. That's that's what I got. Yeah. Now, uh, New Year's is for the ones that, that don't know. Jenny and I have a tradition we've done ever since we've been together. And on New Year's, instead of going out or doing anything like that, we always stay at home. Yeah. And another one is, you know, I, I, I hate the big crowds and stuff in general. I'm not a big fan of all it's, of it. And, yeah. and and I don't like I don't like being, like, waiting in line for lots of things. I'm just, that's just not my thing. And all the stuff going on, it's just one of those nights that I prefer to be in. I think my chances of something not going wrong are increased dramatically. But Something going wrong? Yeah. What did, what did I say? I don't know. Something oh, not going wrong? Okay. Um, <laughs> Double negative. All I don't know what you said. I just knew it was but wrong. We set, yeah. we, what, what we do is we set in and we make dream boards. And so what we do is we get these picture frames. We go get like a picture frame from Walmart, one of the kind of cheaper ones. And, in it, you know, they always got the kind of the um, little uh, uh, you fill in little platforms piece of yeah, paper yeah. in there right yeah so you take it and pull it out and flip it over and it's white okay <laughs> so so yes. what we do is we sit down with a bunch of magazines and everything like that uh-huh. and we bring our dream boards from the year prior and we sit down and talk about it and what um maybe why don't you kind of give them the dream what a dream board vision sure. board is yeah so this is actually something that i'm so glad heath was on board with and i had done this for years my my mom had told me about it one year when i was having sort of an just not a great not a great year and mm-hmm. she said you know why don't we stay in and do this and she kind of started that tradition then when heath and i got together remember that was when you invited yep. yourself over to our family's house and i was like well for new year's and um i said well i do dream boards on new year's and he was like okay i'll do it yeah and come to find out he actually likes the tradition so basically instead of doing set uh resolutions and goals which i also believe in too um these are not specific measurable things these are more so like think abstract think big think um, vision and yeah, just think anything. vision and and so it could just even be something like just things that you like because the idea is that you put it someplace where you're going to see it every day whether that's in your closet or in your garage or we put ours in the laundry room because we do so much laundry yeah um you know just someplace where we're going to see it every day it's right above charlie our, our dog's bowl so we see it every day it kind of reminds you of like what what was it that i really wanted to have in my life so for example i put in um some different workout type things scenarios and things mountains things that i want to get to and and see and achieve i remember last year i put up something that said dream job question mark like figure out you know is the thing that i've been doing for the last 15 years what i want to do for the next 15 years Uh you know so it reminded me to be thinking about that and also for for me to be open to other things um, or to re-dig into what I'm currently doing. So it's, like I said, I really, as a personal trainer, we always did those specific goals and things like that, and I believe in those too. But uh, vision board, dream board is, is a little bit more abstract, and I also like this for kids. It's just a fun way for kids to think about what they like and what they want and define their interests. Yeah. But, but but understand something too, do need as, as a couple, if you're married or, or if you're not married and, and you, you have a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, okay? Understand what this does too. So, so what we'll do is pull down the ones from last year and then we have magazines and 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 we go through magazines and you cut out stuff from the magazine and glue it on the board right you, Very you, practical. you put them on the, yeah. yeah so this will be the third year that we'll have our house as a mainstay on our vision board because we still haven't gotten built. So we're not saying the vision board works, yeah. but it's fun. Sure. Yeah. And, and and like for instance I have there was a, a 150,000 um 
deal that I had cut out of magazine because I wanted 150,000 subscribers to to Second Shot. Oh man, was one of the vision that I've got like a Gulfstream Jet on there as 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 a vision piece and stuff. And so right. it, what we'll do is if you're in the Second Shot Facebook group, Jenny and I will. will have a some pictures of ours from last year and the ones we create this year oh, to wow, have on there. Really? And I actually have a whole blog post on it, on oh, the whole practice of it, too. So if this is seeming Go to JennyAnchando.com, right? No, no. Yeah, it's on JennyAnchando.com. I know my website's a hot mess, but there's a lot of good content in now, there. Now, the, here's one of the biggest things to understand as a, as, a, um, um, as a couple. Jenny and I, when we bring them down, it's a couple hours of talking about what we didn't achieved that we wanted that year prior what we did yeah and also what we want and our goals are for this next year and so we go into the new year as a couple knowing full where well what each other are wanting mm-hmm. to achieve and what we are wanting to get to we, we have that down that way i know where to inspire her at and push her at she knows where to inspire and push me at. so i think it's a great exercise as a couple to do to help strengthen what each other are wanting to do and achieve that's what i think honestly is one of the most powerful parts of it all is just that couple hours with a glass of wine and talking through what our goals and objectives and so we know what each other want and we know where to push and where not to push each other and that's another thing that is really huge on it so if you're on the second shot facebook group we'll also have pictures of our old ones and our new ones and 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 some pictures from from our new year's uh, um deal and i encourage you you know to do this with somebody to where somebody knows what you're um, task are and what you're mm-hmm. trying to achieve and where you're trying to go. And if and if it's somebody, if the somebody is us, if you're saying, oh, I don't, I'm somebody this year, do it. Um, and share post it. it on our second shot group. Post it on our second sh- shot group. We can be kind of community oriented with this. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, where can they find you guys at? JennyAntrando.com for the Vision Board blogcast, blogcast, <laughs> blog posts. Um, Jenny Antrando TV on Twitter and Jenny Antrando on Instagram and Facebook. At Apple Zagintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. I'll be over there hanging out. Come come hang out too. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, at Instagram. You'll find Christmas pictures of the puppies up there. So Ed Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I can't wait to check out everybody's vision boards in the second shot group. I hope you do them. Oh, and, and a big announcement next episode, right? Oh, yeah, next episode. Yeah, be like big really big. Ooh. Be really big and cool. So get, so get ready for it. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up. I love you guys. <laughs> hope you have a safe and a happy new year. See you next time.